This episode is sponsored by The Body Image Upgrade, a 30-day course helping you rebuild your relationship with your body. Tools, resources, and daily exercises to upgrade your body image. Learn more at bodyimageupgrade.com and enter the code podcast for 50% off. Welcome to Breaking Body Biases, a podcast about creating health and happiness without worrying about your weight. I'm Christine DeFilippis, certified fitness professional, studio owner, and creator of FitProEd, an online education platform for group fitness instructors. Join me every week as I interview fellow fitness pros, dietitians, wellness practitioners, and a wealth of others who are sharing their journey and helping to destroy diet culture. Welcome to episode 63 of the Breaking Body Biases podcast. This is Christine, your host, and this is the final episode in my summer series for Ace Fitness. I've had such an incredible time sharing this information in these short little nuggets of information. I've gotten a lot of great feedback, a lot of great questions. The questions just spurred more thoughts on this subject. And of course, this subject we could talk about for days and days and days. There's a lot of work to be done in the fitness industry. And with that in mind, I wanted to continue this conversation for everyone that's been following this summer series that wants to go a little deeper or have more things that they can implement into their fitness classes, ask more questions, in real time, because this series was done over video that I shared every week, and then I put it on this podcast. But now I'm going to be live with you. So if you'd like to join me on Tuesday, August 30th, and or on Thursday, September 8th, at 1 p.m. Eastern, both days, I'll be going live with a webinar that you'll be able to ask questions, I'm going to get into some of the questions that I've already been asked through this series, give an overview of the series, and again, dive a little bit deeper into some of the subjects that we talked about this summer in this series. This is the final episode. I do go into a little recap. So if this is your first time listening to this podcast or listening to this series, then this is a great one to jump in on because I give a little overview, but you can always go back to the beginning and listen to previous episodes or use the link in the show notes to go and watch, because these were videos, go watch the entire series, all 10 episodes. Each episode is about 10 to 20 minutes long max. I think most episodes were about 10 minutes or so. And you really get a full understanding of taking a weight-neutral approach, why it's so beneficial, how you can do it, and how you can have a much greater impact. So I hope you will enjoy this episode, and you will also join me for the live webinar on August 30th or September 8th, Tuesday or Thursday. You can join me at 1 p.m. Eastern, Information to sign up for free is in the show notes. But for now, let's get into the final episode of my summer series with Ace. Why did you become a fitness instructor? Was it to help people? Was it to change people's health and help motivate people to move? 
if that's our mission and we have half of the population intimidated by fitness, intimidated, too intimidated to go to a gym or a studio, and 95% of people failing with intentional weight loss goals, those statistics are terrible. As a studio owner, as a fitness business owner, those are terrible numbers if I want to be profitable in my business, let alone if I want to have an impact. So what are we doing in the fitness industry that could be different, that could change, so that way we can have that greater impact? That is what we've been talking about all summer in this series. I'm Christine DeFilippis. I'm so grateful that you have joined me, whether this is the first time we've connected or whether this is the 10th time that you've tuned into each one of these videos or audios that you're listening to, that you've been able to have that greater impact and kind of shift the way that you are thinking about things. Now, I'm not here to tell you a right or wrong way to do anything. I'm here to just challenge some of the thoughts that you've had, that you've the ways that we've always done things to help shift the industry to be a little bit more kind and caring as opposed to some of the old strategies that we've seen in fitness that's that go hard or go home mentality. So this summer, we've taken a deep dive, maybe not even that deep, maybe a little shallow end of the pool dive into this topic of creating a bigger impact by offering some new techniques in our teaching, examining our own biases, and reprogramming how we're doing things, not just with our programming, but with our coaching and our queuing and taking a look at the spaces that we provide and our marketing. So it's the end of this series that I'm doing for you here, but I want to review some of the things that we talked about and offer you some next steps as well as a download that you can use and hopefully add to on your own. And as you go back into teaching this fall, Continue to explore, continue to question, continue to really find a way that you can connect more with your current clients and then also draw more people in because that is our goal in the fitness industry is to help people fall in love with fitness just the way that we have. And it could be challenging if we have all these barriers up to make it harder to take that first step or that makes it you know, not super successful along the way that people feel kind of beaten up on this journey. So let's take a look back at some of the things that we explored in this summer series. Now, if you want to go back and especially if this is the first time that you're watching this video or listening, I have a link for you below that you can go and watch all of the videos and take everything in and start from the beginning. You might even periodically go back and reset do a little reboot of this information. And again, I'll give you some after steps, some things to do next if you want to continue to explore this topic. So the very first thing we did in this series is we explored our own biases. We all have them. There's no judgment there. We all have different lived experiences and have different feelings. So Those biases, we need to be aware of them so that way, in turn, we don't treat people differently. If someone new walks into your class, do we make a snap decision or judgment about them just solely based on the way that they look? 
one question I got from someone is, well, what does it matter? What does it matter if we do make that decision? They're in the class, they're there. Well, it does matter because people are treated differently when they come into your classroom in a larger body. If you make that judgment that they're there to either lose weight or that they're there um, and they're inexperienced, they're brand new to work out, they don't have a higher intensity level that they do, that they need modifications, that, and the, the list can go on. And when we treat people like they're a beginner and they're not, how do you think that that makes them feel? They don't feel welcome in that space. You're judging them. You're, you're assuming that they're beginner. You're assuming that they need modifications. You're assuming that they want to lose weight. And that may not be their goal. So as we explore our own bias, it helps us be much more aware. And if you want to go back and do the Harvard Implicit Bias Test, that's a great starting point. And it's also a great way for you to re-examine periodically where you are. And, and if some of diet culture and some of the weight bias that we have in the industry or just in life in general is kind of permeating and making us treat people differently. So we can't get away from it. Hopefully one day we will get away from it because we're going to destroy diet culture. But for now, we have to just be aware of our own biases and really check in and and change next how we are uh, treating people in our classes. So we examined the words that we use. And a lot of the things that we were saying um, in the fitness industry could really just push people away. And I want to thank you for those of you that helped put together this master list of these kind and caring coaching and cues that we can take with us into all of our classes. I've contributed some ideas. I know many of you went to the website, went to the Breaking Body Biases website and shared your thoughts on things that you no longer want to say and some suggestions on what possibly you could say instead. And we've created this great list together and I hope that you will download it. I'll put the link below. You can use this as a starting point if you are just starting in this. And you can also just add to it periodically over time. So that way we know that we're doing our best all the time. Now listen, you're not gonna know it all. I don't know it all. But over time, we can continue to improve. Isn't that what we do in fitness? Why we attend fitness conferences? Why we go to workshops? Why we continue to learn? Because we just want to hone our skills and become better. So I hope in this area, in this area, you'll want to do the same. Our words matter. And that's why it's so important to really think about everything that we say And it's not just about intention. I know a lot of times we can say, well, I didn't mean it that way. And that wasn't my intention. But the impact that it could have on someone could have on someone not coming to class anymore. To have these traumatic fitness experiences where they never want to go to a gym again. That's what we should think about. The impact not the intention. So if we could just do things a little bit more kindly with a little bit more care and concern over the mental health of our clients, the emotional care that we can have, the emotional impact we can have on people. So that way they want to stay in fitness longer. Just think about how that could impact uh, just your class numbers because people feel 
accepted in a fitness environment because they feel they have a, a place there, that they belong there, and they're finding success. So starting with our words, going a little bit deeper into taking food out of our out of our fitness. That can be a challenge. We have a lot of commingling of food and fitness. We want to separate that. And then taking the aesthetic out of our coaching, out of our marketing, out of our programming. So no longer coaching to aesthetic goals and really helping people find meaning in fitness much deeper than physical change. You know, as we age, you know, the aging process is not always kind. And we want to remember that we don't have as much control as we think over the our appearance, over kind of intentional weight loss or body shifting or shaping. So we want to really approach our fitness classes or have a, a goal of approaching our fitness classes with less aesthetic goals. If you could take aesthetic goals out completely, uh, it would have a ma- an amazing impact on the industry. But even just taking a little bit less and focusing more on all the other benefits of exercises, of exercise and fitness, I think you'll really see a shift in your classes. As we look at our programming, thinking about what exercises would work for all audiences. And one of the biggest takeaways that I hope you'll take into your fitness classes is going back to that use of language. And instead of using the word modifications, using the word variations or choices or options and see how that lands with your students. Giving people the opportunity to choose what will work best for them rather than telling people this is what we should be doing and then this is an option or a modification if you can't do that. So again, just changing how we present our programming to people, having lots of options and access for people so that way everyone feels welcome and successful. That's the common theme through all of this series is really taking barriers away, creating opportunities for working out and making everyone feel successful and celebrate them, celebrate them because when you feel celebrated and welcome and successful, you are more likely to return. Finally, we looked at our physical spaces, something that as a group fitness instructor, we don't always have the most control over, but looking at your space, maybe talking to your group fitness manager or your studio owner about some of the images that you have in your studio or gym. Do you have representation of all bodies? Are are we still focused on that one aspirational goal that none of us really will attain. You know, there's a song that's that's been gone viral this summer that kind of hits home about this topic. And if uh, you're familiar with Jax and Victoria's Secret, that they, the song is all about how Victoria's Secret is not real. It was created by some dude and it's just not real, but it's all designed to make us feel bad about not being perfect, not being this one very small, narrow uh, image that's really not attainable for most people. So I find the song very funny, but it really did hit home uh, for me growing up, seeing Victoria's Secret catalog- catalogs and never seeing myself represented in that. 
um, it fed into eating disorders and body dysmorphia and disordered practices when it comes to my workouts. And it just overall led me to a very negative body image. And we want to do better. We want to help more people feel good about their bodies and about moving their bodies. So download that song if you have a chance, listen to it. It's it's pretty funny, but take a look at your environment. What are you putting out there? Do you have nothing but Victoria's Secret models in your studio? Is it really helping or is it keeping people away? I like the uh, saying that you're preaching to the choir because a lot of times in fitness, we do just that. We have our spaces that are really designed to only attract the people that are already there. We have our programming that is really only designed for the people that are there, that are always going to come regardless of what you program. Again, all of our coaching and cues. So take a look at all this stuff. It is a lot to take in and awareness is the first step. I tell you, whenever I work with someone in this space, I've been doing this at fitness conferences and through online trainings, the first thing that starts to happen is instructors start becoming much more aware of all these things that I talk about, much more aware. And think about individuals that are oppressed, that are faced with discrimination. They think about it all the time. So you just being able to be aware of how this could feel and how this could land could make a huge impact if you just shift a few little things, just a few little things. So I hope you'll download the worksheet that I that we've pretty much put together, together, use that and go to the Breaking Body Biases website, listen to the podcast, check out additional resources, and you can even join me for a free webinar where you'll be able to ask questions, learn a little bit more, and then take some next steps. So that way, come this fall, this winter, and ongoing, you'll be able to have ongoing little mini experiences to learn and continue to grow and challenge, mostly challenge what you're currently doing to be the best instructor you can be. Because that's my goal, to have lots of instructors out there creating a much greater impact and have this ripple effect where that percentage of 50% or more of the population goes down to maybe 20%, 10%, maybe five. Maybe no one is ever intimidated anymore to go to a gym or fitness center. Wouldn't that be great? And wouldn't it be great if we had such a greater impact. Thank you for joining me in this series. I hope that you got something from it and you continue to want to learn. And and if you want to connect with me, feel free to message me. And I can't wait to see more instructors having this greater impact. I hope you enjoyed this episode and this series. I feel so honored and privileged to have been able to put this series together and help fellow instructors from across the country, around the world, have a much greater impact in fitness. If you missed any episodes, you can always go back and listen to past ones, but I've also put together a page where all the resources, all the episodes are right there in one place. And I have a free webinar for you to tune into on August 30th, Tuesday, August 30th, and Thursday, September 8th, 1 p.m. Eastern, there will be recordings 
but I hope you'll tune in live because it'll be a great opportunity for you to ask questions, give your feedback, what's working, what's not, where do you see the industry going, and I hope that you will be there for this free webinar. There's a lot of work to be done, and this series was just a small, small part of the work that we are doing in order to create more inclusive fitness practices so that way everybody, every person that wants to feel included and welcome in fitness does. If you like this episode, can you, and past episodes too, can you do me a favor? Can you rate and review the episode? It really helps more listeners find us. And that's what we need, more people learning about this, embracing it, and affecting change and destroying diet culture because that's our ultimate goal. So I'll have new episodes for you, some new guests, some previous guests that are coming back to share what's happening in the industry, big shifts in the industry, a little sneak preview of a future episode from CanFit Pro. I was just at CanFit Pro recently in Toronto. So stay tuned for more episodes. I thank you so much for being here. And I look forward to destroying diet culture with you.